Yeah, yeah. What's up, Horky Bastards and Bastettes? This is Colin Hurt, back on the pod, and Avery Jennings. Hey, how's it going, boys and girls? We're back at it again from the garage in St. Louis, and today we have a very special guest. Connor of Crooked Fix will be joining us here pretty shortly. But uh, first, we figured we'd go through our usuals, you know, give you guys some life updates, and uh, talk about some topics we've been thinking about this week. So, uh, Colin, how about you give us a life update? Not not a whole lot changed from uh, last week. Just still working that forty hours. Uh, uh. Dude, but the highlight of your week. Let's talk about that PC build. Oh yeah, that is a life update. How do I forget about that? Uh, basically, built a nice little AMD uh, build PC. Got it all hooked up in my computer room in my. Uh, on my computer room, I don't know why I just said that. In my regular room, in my house, uh, shout out to Justin Strauss, Alan Yu, for slaving away and grinding out uh, and helping me put that thing together because I basically did absolute nothing and watched them do it all because it's a little over my head and yeah. it's a little complex, but slaved away for about three, four hours and got it built and good to go. So now I'm officially a PC Master Ace full-time gamer yes sir so let's hear it let's hear some specs for our pc boys out there i couldn't tell you specs i know i just get uh 240 fps yeah. max on uh games and yeah i'm not too uh you know knowledgeable on the detailed specs of my computer but the to get down to the wire just it works well. You got yeah. a nice graphics card. It's the same one that I have, except yours is like a little bit better than mine. Yeah, it's like the NVIDIA or, GeForce RTX. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's the, yours RT- is the 2060 or- Ultra, and mine's just the 2060. Yeah. But yeah, dude, it's fucking awesome to be able to play PC with all the boys, dude. It, it's a different experience for sure. Yeah, dude, PC is awesome. All the games are just on there. Don't got to worry about no disc. I mean, discs are kind of going out of meta obviously now but still and there's best part is i don't have to pay for playstation plus or xbox live yeah. like that's a scam and a half yeah I'm so glad i don't have to deal with that shit but, and the like the chat options like being able to go on discord and have as many people as you want in a discord is so much better than anything that xbox or playstation could probably be able to do yeah i don't i don't get why xbox or uh playstation when it implemented the discord app but i could see just because like they don't want like a third party taking over their yeah. communications but discord is the way to go like anything else can suck me yeah we've been we've been playing some new games lately we played some among us last night that was fun yeah we've been grinding some borderlands 2 co-op yeah that i'm having the most fun playing borderlands borderlands is so fun it's, it's my first time playing through, so I you guys are kind of showing me the ropes. It's like my probably like eighth time playing through Borderlands Two. Yeah, because like when we first get it, you you can play through it twice. Like you play through it and get to like level like thirty five or something, but then it's like play again and like my, the people are harder. You get better guns, you yeah. get a higher level, and there's more stuff to go. So we always do it pl- two times through. But I've played that game like through like yeah like five six times so it's probably like, yeah like six or seventh time yeah but it doesn't get old like it's is if you have four people in the whole lobby and you're just it's just basically player versus everyone and you're just kind of like jacking around and 
goofing off. It's a good time, even though it's not. It's and it's not competitive, obviously, because it's just yeah, you and three buddies versus computers. So it's kind of like a brain dead game, and you can just kind of sit back and like conversate, and it's good, good experience to to play with the bros. It is. I mean, I'm obviously. I play all the FPS like competitive games and like I like competing in those games, but sometimes it's just nice to be able to sit back, relax and like work together with the boys instead of competing against the boys. Like obviously I like going in the gauntlet against all my friends and trying to come out on top, but I don't know, be able to work together and especially in like an open world game like Borderlands. Yeah, you can just kinda of do whatever you want and just like take your time or Yeah. There's so many like side missions and stuff and it's just the world is your oyster. That's it my, is. That's my quote of the day. Quote of the day. The world is your oyster. Yeah. I, except Monday through Friday. Except Monday through Friday when you're stuck at your job. Yeah. Then you got to do your job. But outside that 9 to 5, 8 to 5, then the world's your oyster yeah, for the rest of the night. It becomes your oyster again. But. Yeah. It's a temporary oyster. It's a, it's a toggle option. Yeah. Except the toggle isn't... Toggle uh, isn't controlled by me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not by me. All right. Uh, my life update. Um... I'll be honest, I was pretty bummed at the beginning of the week. I was getting pretty bogged down with school, but by the end of the week, I kind of snapped out of it. I th- I think a lot of it had to do with the music I was listening to. I would, like, MGK's album came out, and it's just all punk rock, and I've been listening to like emo punk rock for so long now, and I kind of had a genre change this week. I It feels good to get out of the sad boy vibes, and it kind of changed the way I feel, which is crazy how music has that influence over you. Yeah. Like, I... I'm probably really guilty of letting music uh, develop my personality. Like whatever music I'm listening to at the time is like how I that I like, dress as if I was listening to that genre. I, I don't know. Do you get what I'm saying? No, I definitely feel you. Like music like, is that powerful. It changes your mood and changes yeah. like how you feel about things. And like I feel like it doesn't like mold my decisions. But like if I like listen to music and maybe it was. Maybe it's some sad music or something, and maybe that that just might shape the way that I might approach people or talk to people just in that given moment or that right. day or something. But I, I mean, it's nice when you're kind of down in the dumps to be able to listen to music that you can relate to because it kind of lets you know that you're not alone in feeling that way. But too much of it, in my case, just kind of really bummed me out, and I was getting stressed about school, and I just like. I was thinking about, I was like, man, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. I don't know if I if I can do this school. It's pretty hard. But then I just, I don't know. I switched up my music genres. I'm feeling a lot better. Yeah, dude. Just got to listen to some happy vibes. You do need to listen to some happy vibes. I, I've been, I'm going back to some of my old vibe playlists. And it got me out of my slump, dude. It feels good. Yeah. It feels good to come out on the other side. It's nice to hit a switch up because sometimes I'll just randomly be like, man, I kind of forgot that this artist existed or something. Yeah. And then I'll go and listen to 20 songs by them. And it's just nice to re, re-remember, re-discover yeah. music that you hadn't really listened to in a while. And it's it kind of like nice. listening to it again for the first time. It's like when I made my... Uh... A couple of years ago, I made an early 2000s hits playlist. And I know that's like the music that everyone plays at every party, but I hadn't listened to it in like 10 years. And I went back and I was like, damn, these were the these good old hits. days. <laughs> these do be hidden. They were. And I don't know what it is. It, maybe it's just the nostalgia or maybe music really, like mainstream music was just made better back then. I don't know. But I think it's just the nostalgia factor. Everyone always looks at how 
nice everything used to be, but that's how we're going to leave you now in like yeah. 10 years. Yeah, I, I get that. Like right now, music that's overplayed might be like cringe to listen to right now, but like give it 10 years, you're going to be vibing to that I still think song. Old Town Road and shit's going to be so cr- like Oh, that definitely. music can burn. Yeah. Like that song and other songs like it, like Say So and yeah. stuff. Like... There are some songs I'll definitely never listen to again, but like I know Sicko Mode was like overplayed a lot, but like listen it's to because that... it was good. Yeah, it it's was overplayed it... because it was good. It was that good and it was like the perfect song to put on a party and I don't know. I I like that in that album that Travis Scott didn't list any of his features because then on your first time listening through yeah, it, it doesn't do that like at all. I know it's nice because when the first time you're listening through it, you like hear that like when you're listening to Sicko Mode and Drake oh, comes shit. on, you're like, oh my god, and like Kanye does that too. Yeah, on Life of Pablo or whatever he made, like he had all these features. Like when Chance came in on that, what's the song that Chance, uh, Ultralight Beam. Yeah, I think it's Ultralight Beam on Life of Pablo that Chance comes mm-hmm. in at the very end. Yeah. And like first time listening through that, you, you have no idea that Chance is in the back end of that song, right? Yeah, and there's just there's I mean there's so many people that artists like that have Yeah. Like on Sicko Mode how like Sway Lee's on that song, he just says like Sunset. Like that's all that's just him. He just says that I didn't even I I thought I recognized that. I had no idea that was that's Sway just, Lee. He, He's just on that song for like two words. And then uh, Juice World on No... I didn't even know Juice World was on No Bystanders until uh, oh, yeah. until you told me. Like I knew that I recognized the voice, but for some reason in my head, I never put it together that just it was Just because it Juice. wasn't in front of you. Yeah, but like it is nice. It, they're like little Easter eggs in, mm-hmm. the, in the album. It's cool. I wish more artists would do that, but I get that artists are going to demand credit for their songs. For sure. It's yeah. always like the big artists, they're like the biggest artists at the time that don't feel the need to credit their songs because... They've already kind of made a name for themselves. People are going to listen whether or not the uh, the features are listed or not. Well, and I think people like with Kanye and Travis Scott and stuff, it's like, you're on my album. Like, I can put you on my right. featured if I want. Like, you're on my album. Yeah. Kanye, obviously, top of the game. Travis Scott, top of the game. They Like, yeah, you should be grateful you're even on my song. Yeah. Like, don't be... But I, mean, I do understand I would want my name on there. Yeah, like know. if I was on a Travis Scott song, I'd be hype, but I'd want to have my song listed as a feature, but at the same time, I understand why it wouldn't be listed because he really is just that big. And it just, I think it looks cleaner in the... Um, it does. I hate when songs have like... It just, just says the name of it. I hate, I hate when a song is like, oh, featuring Juice World, featuring and you have to X wait or, like four seconds for it to scroll yeah. and be like, who, who else is on this song? <laughs> yeah, and... I feel like when you're listening to music that has those like high name features, you have a unrealistic expectation of the song before yeah. you listen to it, and then I feel like you're more prone to uh, be disappointed by what you hear. So if you don't know who's in the song going into it, I feel like you'll have a better experience. Yeah, that's kind of how like Twenty One Savage and Metro Boomin just dropped the Savage Mode Two this past week. I still haven't listened to it. And one of the songs with, with Drake, and it says featuring Drake, and I was like, oh, that's gonna be good, but. I did not really like the song with Drake. I was very disappointed. And that's just like, I was expecting, you know, 21 Savage and Drake. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a slapper. And yeah. it just very, was not very underwhelming song. But the album was overall pretty fire. Yeah. I, I've been trying, like, if a highly anticipated album comes out, I want to listen to an album without looking at what the songs are called or who's in it, like, when I hit play from track one. Uh, but I haven't done that yet. When MGK came out with his album, I was like, all right. Yeah, this you is- just want to see who's on the album, though. Like, that's... Yeah. 
Yeah. But like, dude, when that... Trippy Red's album came out, like I was like, oh, who who's featured? I want to see. Yeah. Like, well, Trippy Red's so bad about his leaks that people know what the track list is like months before the album comes yeah. out. Like Pegasus was already leaked months ago. Yeah, I saw a TikTok and this dude was like. It was a clip of a bunch of unreleased songs, and there was like two or three Pegasus songs, and they sounded pretty good. But I'm like, how do you even get that? Like, how... I I think it just has to do something with the the production process, like one producer singing it to another, and it gets inter. I don't know, ha- yeah, hackers no maybe, idea. and it's all over Reddit. But I think some of that stuff gets taken down pretty quickly, but not before the entire like Reddit fan base has it downloaded on their computers. Yeah, once one person has it, like. Yeah, it, it can just spread, obviously. It does suck, but that'll be something interesting that we'll talk to Connor about, our special guest for today, about how music is made and what the process is and how long it actually takes to produce an album. I mean, Juice World freestyled every album he was on, yeah, or every album he made, and other artists like Chris Stapleton take like 10 years to write an album. Lil Dicky took how long to write Professional Rapper? Like, I have no idea. A stupid long time, and then other rappers can just bust out two projects. Like Trippy releases two projects a year, but other artists take so long. So I, I'm I'm interested to hear what he has to say about how his band Crooked Fix... Everyone has their own process, for yeah. sure. Yeah, it, it'll be cool. But um, yeah, all right. You want to you wanna get into some topics, dude? Dude, for sure. All right, I'm going to open my notes real quick. So one of the things that was uh, circulating through my mind this week, I was thinking about COVID and how we've handled this pandemic so far. And I I know that things are on the decline, but not before we literally had to shut everything down and everyone went into a widespread panic. But how do you think the world would handle like a zombie apocalypse? Like, do you think with people not really giving a shit and going out knowing that they could have COVID, do you think people that have zombie bites would be like, all right, I can't, I don't know. It. I think how they portray it in movies, they make the people look so stupid. And, you know, whenever someone gets bit by a zombie or something, they usually hide it. Like they right. do that in Game of Thrones, like with Jorah got the grayscale or whatever. He was like yeah. hiding it. And uh, in The Last of Us, he was someone whoever got bit was hiding it and stuff. I think that's what what exactly would happen. So many people would try to hide it, leading to more spread, and and people wouldn't take it seriously. And I think it would be the extinction. So, so you think <laughs> you think it would be pretty like the movies are kind of accurate that people would hide their bites and stuff. Yeah, like basing off how people react to covid now how people are saying that wearing a mask is like a muzzle and stuff like that like, yeah so those like first few infections someone's gonna be like oh we're gonna cure this it'll be fine like i'm just gonna go on we're like just yeah happening. we're just like yeah they, it's like i'm built different like, <laughs> like, no you're not john <laughs> wear your mask what so put yourself in the scenario where you're watching the news or like you're on Twitter and there's been a confirmed like patient zero. This person is now a zombie. Like it's happening. It's starting to spread. Let's say it starts in New York city. What are, what are your first steps that you're taking to prevent yourself from potentially getting infected? Probably just not leave the house. You're well, like what are you going to barricade yourself? Like what run me through the process of, uh, locking yourself in the house well it also 
all depend like how severe the cases are and where I like what if the case is in like New York like I wouldn't really be too worried about it but but you but you said that you think that it would spread and it would be like the extinction of humans so having that mindset that it is it is eventually going to make it to where you are I don't know how like I don't know, I think I just I wouldn't build like a fort castle like <laughs> or anything but definitely stock up on the food and canned foods and stuff that's not going to expire and probably get a gun yeah for sure <laughs> what about what about a car situation are you are you potentially trading in your car right now to get something more practical for the zombie apocalypse like a truck or a van or a i don't know anything i don't know if if like we're if i'm living at home now i'm going to be with my family and my dad has a truck. We have, we have four cars at the house. That's true. So I'm not really too worried about the the car situation. Maybe just get some get like some battle spikes on the on the wheels. Oh and, yeah. And uh, like a fully automatic machine gun on the back. Oh, like a Browning 50. Yeah. Yeah. So one of those guys. And then like the guy from uh, just hire someone from the guy from Mad Max to just play the guitar on it <laughs> the entire time I drive it around. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it'd be nice to be friends with someone that might drive a semi, like just try have them pimp out their semi with the blades on the front and the spike wheels and I don't know, go down the highway and just blast people and just run over zombies. Yeah. What do you think after a while, if you get bored in the zombie apocalypse and you have your like setup going, you have your tricked out car ready to go do you think you're gonna get bored and like be like all right i'm just gonna go like blow off some steam and bust some heads open or do you think that's too dangerous i don't, I don't think i'd do that i think i think you'd like to say that like you do that yeah. now but like <laughs> i i think if there were real life zombies like i would shit my pants like that's, i'd be that's not something like i'd be terrified to look out the window i think i'd be yeah. like this is it like i'm stuck in if Did there you... was if there was one zombie like one real zombie in our area, I would be so scared. Like, yeah. Zombies aren't scary, like, on movies and stuff, but if that stuff was real, that's terrifying. That is terrifying, dude. Like, I hope none of that happens. Like, I don't think it will. I don't even know how scientific zombies actually are, but... Yeah. yeah. Dude, that would suck. It would be, it'd be, like, I Am Legend or whatever, not actually, like, people from the dead, but, like... Do you, do you think if zombies were real, do you think they would be, like, super fast and, like, be able to run? Or do you think they're going to be, like, The Walking Dead where they just kind of, like, hobble over to you and, like, they group up and that's when they're dangerous? Or do you think one by itself would be dangerous? I, I, I think... I, I think that's just something that we have to wait to see until <sighs> it happens. Because there's a lot of different interpretations of zombies and they're all different. There are. Like, you can't really... There's, there's no facts or anything for me to make an educated guess well this is what i'm thinking so in a zombie none of their organs actually work right so like how does how does blood flow throughout a zombie's body to give muscles well then you just answer your question right now we're never going to see zombies not okay (laughs) i guess so all right i think i just heard connor get here so uh we'll be right back uh with connor of crooked fix 
All right, we're back. We've got Connor of Crooked Fix joining us today. Yo. Childhood friends. Yes, sir. We were in a band together in uh, junior high. How old were we, like 12 years old, 13 um, years old? God, um, I think Mickey and I started that when we were 13. Yeah. And you probably came along 14, I think. You th- really? I think so. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. Because it was junior high, like 8th, ninth grade, we were doing that. Because so, I was still in junior high. How did we even name but, that band? How did you guys even name the band? It was the eulogy, by the way, for the people that are listening <laughs> that don't know what we're talking about. Me and Connor were in a band together, junior high. It was me, Connor, Mickey, and Aiden Brooks. Aiden Brooks. Shout out Aiden. He was really good. That was probably my best, my favorite version of the band. Was really? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We had, we had a guitar player come in later that was... Uh, Tristan that was pretty good and, and like du- good dudes came through but that was my favorite group yeah like because it's not all about like talent of a group that's that's good to have we were more just having fun in the basement yeah but we got along so damn we d- well. well me and Mickey beefed a little bit yeah, yeah. I don't know what it was <laughs> I think maybe we were fighting for alpha of the group I don't know but possibly yeah group dynamics get tricky for sure no I love Mickey though I've known Mickey the same, longest out of anybody same. in that band yeah no I mean me and Mickey could get into it about stuff too that's just like being in a group I think no he's you a know? good dude he's a great dude absolutely but yeah um I actually have a little surprise for you uh once we get things rolling here in a little bit oh do you yeah all yeah, right I think you're gonna really enjoy it but uh all right uh how about how about you walk us through, um, like what it's like being in a band right right now? Like, I don't know. Walk us through like production process and writing songs and everything. Yeah, like in this particular moment, like Dude, any, related any, any or moment. just period. I mean, you're technically the album that you guys just released has been in production since we were 13 years old when you wrote that song. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think for yeah, so the. Just as far as the album's concerned, it took a long time to figure out how to do it. There was yeah. a lot of, we're going to do this ourselves, and it was really exciting. But then you jump into it, and there's there's all sorts of little things you find under the rug of like, oh, this is tricky. Oh, this is really hard. Um, and that paired with, you know, having half the band up in Boston, I'm at home. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Joe was going to school in Iowa. He just started back in Mizzou. He transferred back. Okay, but... so run us through, like, <laughs> who plays what instrument, who does what. Yeah, yeah. So Mickey uh, plays guitar um, and does a lot of vocals. Hallam does the majority of vocals. Also George. guitar. Hallam George. Yeah. Yes. Um, he was the young prodigy. that He was, like, a freshman when we were seniors. Really? Yes. <laughs> wow. And Mickey, when Mickey approached me the last time, we had just graduated. He's like, do you want to try starting one more band? I was like, yeah, but you got to go get that kid. I want that guy. Because <laughs> he had his own group, and he just looked like a, a young uh, Robert Plant, you know, just doing a bunch of blues rock, like Led yeah. Zeppelin. He had, like, shirt on button, long wavy hair, confident as hell. I was like, who? He does have some <laughs> nice the kind flow. of person you need in your band, right there. Absolutely, that's why. That's why I said I was like, if we're starting another one, I, no, I want that guy. Yeah. You can, you can <laughs> tell he's the youngest guy. member just by looking at everybody. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, he he crushes it. Um, and then Joe Holtzford uh, plays bass. Okay. Um, a buddy of mine. We we rolled in a lot of the uh, same groups. Um, I'd only played with him one time. I didn't really know how good he was. He was a pretty self-taught dude, but he got in with us and just. Like, click, 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 click. Like, yeah. got good, fast. I mean, he was already pretty good, and I just watched him just get yeah. ridiculous. He so, writes some cool some stuff. Mickey's not playing bass at all anymore? No, and it blew my mind. Yeah, so <laughs> Mickey, when we started the eulogy, 
Mickey was our bassist. Like he he was he was still pretty good at guitar. Yeah, when he played, but he yeah. he could slap that bass, dude. Oh yeah, like like some old Red Hot Chili Pepper like super fast slap bass. Uh-huh. We would take all those like '80s Chili Pepper tunes and crank him and play them as fast as humanly possible, and he could do it. Really? He he's incredible at like Mickey, 13. <laughs> he he has probably the best musical mind out of anybody I've ever met in person. He's something else. He's is, crazy. His bass like easier than. Regular guitar. I don't or... think I don't think you can compare them. I think they're just different. Yeah, I don't know if you can. I mean, if you want to go by little, what I know. If I'd... you want to go by strings, like guitar is six, bass is what four. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, there's five and six string basses. Okay. You know, yeah, I don't. I don't know much. Traditionally about Traditionally four. Yeah. But... yeah, I'm a noob when it comes to musical instruments. So, well, I, everything we're talking about right now is just learning for me. Yeah. yeah. Well, I there you go. I was the lead singer of our band, The Eulogy. And I tried to play some guitar. Let's and hear some notes, <laughs> dude. I'll, I can I can pump out some chords later if you want. Oh, dude, I was gonna ask you if you could bring your drum set. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I was using it right before this. Yeah. I wasn't gonna tear it down and haul it. Yeah, but, um, but I, dude, I tried to play fun. some guitar. I wasn't any good. I I think I just gave up because Aiden was so much better than me and Mickey. And like I I felt so behind on the instrument playing because I when I joined that band I was like, all right, I'm gonna teach myself how to play guitar. Mm-hmm. And then I just. I don't know. I got better, but I didn't, I wasn't at the point where I felt like I could keep up with you guys. Right. Well, I think we had all probably started a, a little bit younger too. I, I think. So like, yeah. So what age did you? Well, let's see. I started playing drums. Uh, what? I guess fifth grade because I'd like just gotten around to messing with it a little bit um, for like the little instrument trial you do going into sixth grade. Yeah. And it was the only thing I was good at. I killed it, and I was very like decent to not good at all on everything else and so i go to my dad i'm like so i get to play drums right he goes huh nope <laughs> well didn't didn't your dad play drums he did yeah my so dad why didn't he drums. want you to play drums because he knew that um for him at least concert percussion was super boring and he knew i didn't want to learn how to play marimba that i didn't want to hit this big bass drum just one two yeah play true. the triangle he knew i didn't want to do that you knew i wanted to play jazz drum set maybe marching band which i did end up doing both those things but his idea at the time was just go learn something else while you're at it so now i can play trombone and i've messed around with some other brass instruments so i've got that on top of yeah drums yeah that's awesome yeah Yeah. i thought he was an idiot for like two or three years and then it clicked when i started (laughs) playing jazz and i was going from trombone to like you know jumping spots Uh i'm like oh i get it this is really cool (laughs) this is really cool that's yeah, what I hear um, about like learning the piano is if you learn how to play the piano like yeah. everything else. I grew up playing piano for like Dude, I want to learn how to five play the to... piano. Yeah, I dude. Still, like, I wish my family had a piano because that sounds really cool. It's For a kid, that's one, one of the only things my parents like made me do was mm-hmm. play piano because they didn't know if I was going to like sing or if I was going to do anything musical. They had a good idea. But they just gave me that as a bass. Yeah. It's one of the best just basses you can have mm-hmm. for playing it's music. Like lets you learn. Yeah, just getting familiar works. with reading music. Yeah, 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 and things like that. So treble and bass club. So if I find a cheap piano, I'm I'm splashing. Yeah, on rip it. it, dude. There you go, man. Right. Yeah. Don't and keyboards aren't. You can get a decent keyboard. Plug mm-hmm. it into your yeah, computer. Just use the speakers. Yeah. I have MIDI keyboard. I mess around. I I can't play worth anything now. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mess around with it all the time. Yeah, that sounds fun. In yeah. high school, uh, what's the Rock Ridge teacher's name that led band while I was in high school? Oh, your director, um, uh, Matthews. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was I was in his music class and he was teaching us how to play piano. I was I was pretty decent for like the, my first time trying. Yeah, got like, some chords under the hands. I I don't know. I I think I just had like good control over my fingers for some reason. Like mm-hmm. I I could really I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but I was pretty decent for my. So I there's definitely shapings that you know your hand makes. Yeah. That kind of muscle memory for yeah, different but things. I'm like Colin. I'd love to learn how to play piano someday. And I don't know. Imagine just like you have some people over and you have a piano. That's just like a good conversation starter. And Absolutely. Like, or any oh, instrument. You, you just want me to whip out some tunes? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I play piano man right now. Yeah. yeah. I got you. Just start serenading right away. Yeah. Dude, you can get a girl like that probably. Yeah. You ever have a guy that knows how to play the piano? Well, you do now. Oh, yeah. Do. <laughs> That's what we've got a guitar hanging in our living room because Josh plays guitar. He's got a really nice scratch. Okay, uh, yeah. So you live with man. Yeah, I live with Josh. I have the past year. Um, I also lived with my little sister. She just moved out, and Joe just moved in because okay. he's moving back here for and school. Mickey's still in Boston. Well, everybody's here right now. Right. Rona actually gave us a great opportunity because we only would get the past four years that we've been a band. We get. Summer breaks and winter breaks. That's like four months out of the year that we get to work. It's part of why this album took forever. Yeah. So what? Got there. What are you guys all doing in school? So I'm a communications major. Uh, just switched over last year. Um, I stumbled over a um, philosophy minor. I'm like two classes away from that, so I'm gonna go for that. Cause why not? Yeah. <laughs> and um, if you're paying for it, you might as well. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It, it was funny because every every advising appointment, they're like, "You're are you looking for a minor? You're looking for?" Th-? I'm like, "No, I just I just want my degree. I don't really. I just want to get out of college with a degree." And they're like, "Well, you're two away from a philosophy minor." I was like, "No kidding." Mm-hmm. So that was fun. Um, Joe is going for some sort of environmental science. I don't remember what exactly it is. He's at Mizzou with me as well. Okay. Um, Mickey and Hallam are both up at Berkeley. Hallam's taking a break right now, you know, with everything going on. None of, none, none of the, neither of them went up to Boston. Um, and Mickey's taking online for a uh, music production. Okay. Yeah. So he's, he's doing everything. Well, you, you yeah. said that when I talked to you earlier that you guys had a guy that mixed everything. Yeah. It was a, it was a friend of his up there that did, you know, went to school for more of the mi- mixing, mastering production side of things. And but from, yeah. from here on out, Mickey's going to be doing all that for you guys. Sounds like, yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. And he learned a lot through this cause he was, you know, Nathan's a good friend of his and, um, and he switched majors a couple of times. Like he was doing songwriting, he was doing some jazz, mm-hmm. jazz comp type stuff. Um, but finally landed on this, and so yeah, I think he's been doing that for a year or so, and like going through our first album process. So it's gonna be really exciting, just having all that knowledge just in house in the band, and we can work together on it. Yeah, and that'll you, be really. You fun. guys are set up. I I loved you guys' last album. Thanks, man. It. It brought me joy to hear the song that we had worked on when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. This one. Hearing the the final version of that because when we were doing that song, it was just like we were just messing around, like not anything too serious. Right. And to, and to hear it actually come out produced in an album was crazy. It, it blew it blew my mind when I saw it on the track list. I was like, I have to listen to it and. You guys did such a better job than we did when we were kids. <laughs> well, I finally went to them because we learned, and there's a demo of us doing the old version, how like kind of ballady like we used to, and we made a demo of it, kind of getting ready for a, a little EP thing. And I finally took it to them the next day. I was like, "Hey guys, you know this song?" They're like, "Yeah." I was like, 
I don't fuck with it at all. <laughs> I was like, just take it and do whatever you want to flip it on its head, do this, um, you know, and we just completely changed the entire thing. And it was really cool. Instrumentally, at least. Mickey, have you heard that yet? The It's called Life's, is it Life's Good, I guess, or just Life's Good? We now? just trimmed it to Life's Good. Okay. Yeah. Mickey shreds on guitar in that song. Really? That... Yeah. Obviously, I'm gonna love your drumming. You're my boy. But <laughs> Nikki's you. guitar blew me away when he like whipped out that Red Hot Chili Pepper style John Frusciante. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. That yeah. was sick. The little breakdown. We'll yeah. Have to, you'll have to listen to that later because yeah. then your guys' instrumentals are amazing. Thank you. Yeah, that's well. We're all. Are you guys on Spotify and Apple Spotify, Music Apple Music? I was even bored and and tried to find us on Amazon, and we're there too. Nice. You know, like we're we're out here. Yeah. For so. Sure. Talk us through what it takes to get your music on like those platforms. Oh, that's you know I think a lot of these are gonna be Mickey questions, <laughs> but um you gotta upload them to um some sort of cert. Yeah, that's I mean it's more of a, a lot of signing and a lot of a lot of signing this, and... doing that, authorizing this, yeah. getting so, everything copyrighted. There's there's a lot. So to to get this podcast on Spotify, all we have to do is just I have to upload an episode to this thing called an RSS feed. Yeah. And it automatically does that. I don't have to sign anything. I don't have to... Gotcha. The The guidelines for Spotify's podcasts are probably not nearly what they are for original music. Probably not. Well, and I think it's similar. I think uploading is pretty easy, but we want to go through a lot of the copywriting stuff right, and yeah. getting our rights to it, That's which is extra outside of Spotify or Apple Music or any of that stuff. That Those are the extra steps that we're trying to take so people can't take our song and say it's theirs, you know? Mm-hmm. We... If this gets bigger, we might have to no work chance. on. It. You don't think? <laughs> I don't think we were. Gonna, we talked about it the other day. We're like, when do we have to start paying taxes? You know, like when, do we, but and things like that, like so, uh, money off the band. But so how? Let's talk about numbers, like listens, uh-huh. everything. Yeah. I, oh, I was gonna hit Mickey up because he knows how to look exactly at that. I mean, because you can, he can break down like what different places are listening to us how many like we're getting streams in other countries There's yeah a we ch- we have chunk one, in australia we have yeah. one listener from the uk and one from canada I was like, yeah. yeah dude it's crazy how things spread fast so we've, we've definitely like look at the stats though and like pay for some boosted posts you know oh, and kind of like target those areas that are getting uh-huh. it at overseas and try and like that's sick try and branch that out that'd a little be cool bit. to like look at all your stats and analytics and how, it is. I want to sit down and do it. Each yeah. song has been streamed and where where it's been streamed and mm-hmm. it doesn't stuff. it doesn't break it down by state for the podcast. It just tells me like what country and our episode two at one point had ninety two percent male listeners and eight percent female. That's fine. Yeah, it was fine. It was, it's just so interesting to be able to see those demographics and break it all down like that. Yeah, yeah, that that is cool for sure. I mean, I can see the ones that are just published on Spotify. Um, right, yeah, because but they, there is, yeah, there's there's a spot in there somewhere on the site or your account that you can go and okay. get all those breakdowns. But I mean, it's doing it's doing pretty solid. I mean, for just like a band putting out their first yeah thing yeah. ever, yeah. So I'm pleased. Are you guys still like are you guys writing again for another project? Oh, we we never stopped. Is the yeah, funny I thing. figured. Yeah, um, but. Uh, quarantine and corona and everything kind of got like set us up because like i said we've usually been split off but we're all here for like a year and here being columbia um so we get to have like you know twice a week rehearsals again and do all those stuff and we are just like 
churning them out. <laughs> can, can we get a sneak preview on maybe a project name? Or? Not on the air. Not on the air? All right, all right. No, I, we don't know. I mean, we're definitely working on it. I don't think we have any sort of idea for like what it would be called, um, what songs are going to be on it. There's some that we're like, yes, these for sure. But we've also got like, you know, another six or eight ideas over here that aren't even done that we need to finish up before we can decide. And, you know. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Show show calling the album artwork for yeah, uh, your guys' last project. It's sweet. You said uh, Jack Creasy made that, Jack right? Jack Creasy. Dude, yeah. he, he's Shout so out good. Young Creamy on Instagram, man. He's the best artist in town. I was he considering I was considering reaching out to him to make us a cover for this podcast. I, I've never really talked to him, but uh, he's a great dude. Yeah, dude, his art's so cool. You should check him out. I should have Let's a see. I should have an easier link to this than I do. Hang on, let me just go on. Yeah, so yeah, it's kind of small there, but if you want to, does he? Did he charge you yeah. guys for that, or is it just? Oh like yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Sweet. He's killer, man. He, so he's like, super like, good. Like the thick black lines, it like makes everything else pop yeah. out mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, that's a cool design. Yeah, there is a little bit bigger, but we we worked on him with it, like ideas we uh-huh. had, and he just started sketching and yeah, he's like so that. good. He's I, really good. He did all of the other um, like those singles. Ugh, excuse me. Yeah, but, I noticed that, that he he he'd been working with you guys for a while. That's long really time. Cool. The uh, I mean the the merch that you got. He yeah, dude. he designed all that, and he printed all that like in his basement. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, I, we just bought black and white T-shirts. We dyed them. He printed them. I saw you guys doing some tie dye last week, right? Ice dye. Yeah, ice dye. We did that like like four days ago. I have the bleach ones at home because I had a, you know, we had to split them up to get them all washed. Yeah. Afterwards, uh, but I got the bleach ones. Another round of those. They look really good. And yeah. the the tie dye is a little bit brighter than. How are sales doing with one. the t-shirts? Dude, the that first day, I'm I'm running the shop just out of my room, just hitting people up on social media. You know the. The grind, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, yeah. No, that first day, I think I sold like ten or twelve T-shirts. Nice. Is yeah, we we sold probably. I mean, half our inventory went that first week, so we were like, okay. And we're talking about playing shows again. Uh, possibly, there's nothing like official to put right. out on yeah, that. I but so. yeah, we're still working with some people, but um. At the prospect of that, we're like, well, we don't have any T-shirts anymore. <laughs> like, we only have smalls or something crazy. Right. Yeah. So we're working on making more, like, hoping that we'll get to play soon, that we can, you know, yeah. have them for people to buy. So. Are, are you guys considering, like, doing a vinyl pressing of your <clears throat> album? Not yet. We've definitely talked about it. Um, and we've definitely um, even just consider like even if it's just exclusive like for the band but i think cost versus what we'd get back on right. that would it's not super be... expensive to do like a small amount of yeah. records like you really got to do it in bulk mm-hmm. yeah and cds aren't that bad though cds don't i don't think are going to sell terrifically but having a physical copy of oh the definitely album is super cool yeah. yeah and they were hardly anything like i think they were like less than three bucks a pop yeah, yeah, and how, sell them for ten. That's oh, you know, definitely. That's, that's worth it. Yeah. So, do you guys have like a band fund that all the sales go into this band mm-hmm. fund? You guys and use that for? We got our own. We've got just a band bank account that we're all attached to. That anything, which is funny because we started early enough that Hallam was still seventeen and he couldn't legally be a part <laughs> of the account because he was so young. <laughs> but um, yeah, we we just have a band bank account. And anything we make goes in there. 
And then we've got a, you know, some people have been paying cash for things. We get cash for this or that. We hold on to some just for shows. So we have like change, you know, but if it gets too big, then we go deposit it. But yeah, yeah, got a band bank account, band Venmo. None of us have individually made a cent off of the band. We just reinvested. Yeah. If anything, we keep losing money because like going on tour is mad expensive. Yeah, but it's so much fun. I, oh my God, so worth it. Run us, run us through what it's like going on tour. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well man that was fun we and it was a sample size we were really just getting our feet wet because i think we were only gone like maybe a week and i think we only did like three shows oh okay. but i know but and we, that was the bummer about this summer was we were getting ready to do i think like two or three weeks and like do a really bigger old midwest thing so yeah. you guys had like a van that you guys traveled nah we just there was a couple band members that had big enough car we just took two cars oh okay yeah i don't know how we fit all of our gear because we have way too much gear and all of our like personal belongings for a week and just two cars but we did what what cities did you guys play in? Uh, there were a couple Omaha. Um, we played in a town in North Platte, Nebraska, which was like twenty thousand people. We played Damn. like an acoustic set. That's not not like in front of us watching. That's just how big the town is. Uh, Don't get it twisted. Okay. I thought you meant that. No, 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 no. Like, That's crazy. That would be awesome. <laughs> but um, no, it's this like town of 20,000 people and we played this like acoustic set at a coffee shop. But it did end up being like we made the most money at that one which was odd. Um, and then, yeah, we played Denver. Yeah, I, I was in Denver the same time you guys were I know, town. you were hitting me up. I know, yeah. I know. We, uh, I was with Curtis and Brendan, and we, we were going to go. I wanted you guys to go. But so I think uh, Aaron Clark was in town that day, too, and Brendan was like, we got to go hang out with Aaron. I was like, okay, that that's fine. Uh, Crooked Fix is in Columbia all the time. I'll, I'll go see him another time. But I would yeah. think back, I wish I would have gone back and watched nah, you No, you good, play. man. I mean, you had your own trip going on. It would have been fun to like see a familiar face in Denver. Definitely. It would have been cool, for sure. Do you guys have any good stories of on tour? Anything funny happening? Maybe some chaos? Um, You know, it was pretty routine. Uh, we ate McDonald's breakfast every single day. <laughs> um, yeah, um, keep the... You know, keep the budget looking happy. Um, and um, I don't know. There were there were some dudes. There were some dudes in Denver actually that were. They really liked our stuff, but um, I got I got multiple offers to like go to these different parties, but may may or may not do different drugs. All this stuff. <laughs> like they they offered me all sorts of shit. I was like, this would be cool. Um, but nah yeah <laughs> you, i'm a pass you guys were there for the band mm-hmm. yeah. yeah well and not not like first round you know and i haven't done like i don't know i pretty much just drink anymore you know i kind of just stopped doing a lot of stuff but um yeah especially first time on tour i was like i'm not gonna let's not overstep but there right. were some people that were absolutely crazy about us they wanted us to come party yeah, and I, I thought about it really hard, but I didn't. <laughs> any, but any girls you guys miss from the tour days at all? Uh, no, there were. I mean, there were some in that group that I mentioned, but nobody, uh, no, nah, nobody like taking yeah. the back because we were all like, I mean, we all had to share space for the most part, like you know, sharing all sharing the same hotel room every night. So it's not Wait, like so you guys stayed in hotels. Able... You didn't do like Airbnb or most anything. of the time. There we had to connect, um, like a like a family friend of a friend that lived in Denver. So we got to stay at her house. Cool. And in their basement, which was nice. Yeah. That sounds super nice. Yeah. But it was a lot of just like cheap hotels, just one yeah. room, you know, say there's two people, there's a sneak four. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Keep yeah. it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We got caught one time and, 
they luckily didn't charge us. You know, <laughs> we were just like, we're sorry, we didn't yeah. know. We didn't know we had four people. I had no idea. <laughs> I didn't know they were coming. I had no yeah, idea. it was a spur of the moment kind of thing. <laughs> I wondered why this car was following us the whole way. <laughs> All right, are you, Connor, are you ready for your surprise? I am ready for my surprise. I've been on edge and so excited this All whole right. time. Uh, the surprise is I have an original pressing of the Eulogy's first EP that we put that we recorded. Yeah. I have Don't Blink and Redemption uh, on my laptop right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I, oh man, it's I'm, been a second. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run a uh, redemption for you, and we're gonna do a little reaction. All right, we're gonna do a little, <laughs> little reaction. I'm gonna get it, it pulled up good. on my phone. That's so funny. I think Mickey still has them too. Really? Yeah. Have you, it's Colin? Been, have you heard? Yeah, you yeah. showed me it before. <laughs> I yeah, I I have the CD usually in my car, but I went to my roommate because my laptop doesn't have a CD drive anymore. I was like, oh yeah, but his does. He, he, I don't know, I don't know what laptops you can get nowadays. I still have CD drives. Yeah, <laughs> and HP. Even like my <laughs> computer that I just built. Like I feel like computers just, just disc are just becoming so obsolete. obsolete. I know, obsolete. I remember the first year I heard that like vinyl outsold CDs again was like really? when I was in junior high. I was yeah, like, I, yeah, I can't imagine that. Oh, I'm sure it's been that way a while now. But yeah. I remember that flip. I was like, yep, CDs are going away now. The only thing sure. I miss about like CDs and stuff is with games, with like the box art. Like I like having like mm-hmm. games with really cool box art and yeah. you know, movies and all that kind of stuff. Whenever I'm still on a PS4, so I'll still buy some physical copies. Okay. But, yeah. yeah. Every once in a while. I just switched from. I just finished building my PC like last week. So. Nice. I've heard a lot about it. I'm like, yeah, I'm excited for all you guys. All right. I'm gonna. So I'm gonna edit this into the podcast, like the actual file. But I'll I'll go ahead and hit play. All right. Right now. Cool. <laughs> That tone. (laughs) Is that you, Avery? Yeah, that's me singing. That's Avery, bro. You had energy, though. Like, that's why I loved that group. I was an angsty teenager, wanted to prove myself. You just needed to let out all the emotion out (laughs) and the built up energy. He did, too. And the testosterone. He had some shit to get off. Yeah. Dude, we're not bad. Is it you this whole time? Yeah, no, that's all Avery. I I wrote this song in study hall at nice. junior high. Yeah. He's either yelling or he was rapping. I well, I didn't know how to write melodies like in the in between the choruses. Well, I mean that's how Keita started with the Chili Peppers. He didn't know how to sing either, so that's why he rapped all the time. Figured it out later. This makes me just want to go like tear down a house. This do, it does sound like it's playing in like a garage or a basement, you know? Like this could have been in Tony Hawk Pro Skater soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a song that would be in there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I believe it. Yeah. Like, like, what, the, like the melody and like the rhythm and all that, like it sounds good. The only thing is just like the mixing of like the. We had no idea what we were. No, doing. no, yeah, yeah no. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, like you can tell that it's from back then, but like mm-hmm. the overall like quality and like the musical no, sense yeah. is good. I mean, for being thirteen, what, however old we were, it's bangs. It's not bad. <laughs> yeah, I 
think we did. It was on GarageBand, right? We did all the. Oh, mixing. probably. Yeah. I don't know when we finally got Logic and uh, Pro Tools and all that stuff. Yeah, this is nice. <laughs> Can you tell that we were fans of Blink-182 yeah. at all? <laughs> you start screaming here. Yes! Don't look at me, Avery's, Avery's neck veins are just like two inches off. Of they his head. did though. <laughs> when he would do. That. I I remember the they original. I had a lot of pent up aggression as a thirteen year old. I I had to get some things off my chest the, for sure. The rebellion inside of the thirteen year old male. Uh, yeah, of all of us yes. was just at its prime. I hate my parents in school. <laughs> we all had good relationships with our parents. It, yeah, the, for the most part. Yeah, for the most part. That's, that's just time like, I no, did. that's just yeah. like that age though, whenever you're like, all right, now I'm cool, like Yeah. You know, that it's just kinda <laughs> to rebel and yeah. to be who you wanna be. You're doing cool stuff without your parents around mm-hmm. playing music and oh, screaming yeah. into microphones. Yeah, it was awesome. Mickey's parents we had an entire band set up in his basement, like recording equipment. Like we were spoiled at thirteen years old being in a band. I we're still spoiled now being in a band, being in Mickey's house. He's yeah. got yeah, he's we're upstairs now. He's got one of those bedrooms at the top floor. He's got it all just he just turned it into a studio. Like he's got yeah. a TV mounted on the wall, the monitors, the whole rack and everything. I, I mean, would love to see that someday. Oh my god. Dude, let me know when you're back in town I'll, we'll have you over um, yeah it was so cool being able to go down to Mickey's basement his parents just let us do well his dad was the Mizzou baseball coach so he was always like mm-hmm. at baseball practice and his mom would pick us up from junior high what was it once a week we did twice. We did twice a week. We were going we, twice a we, week. We would have band practice twice a week after school, and Mickey's mom would pick us up from junior high, and we would... Remember, she always made brownies, dude. She, Cindy Jameson's dude, baked goods. Pod brownies. Dude. Uh, <laughs> that's why you play this place so good. Maybe that's why you play we so were, good. We were pretty inspired back then. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense now. Everything makes sense. But... Yeah, dude. I One of my biggest regrets in life is quitting that band once I got to high school. I... Yeah. I, the high school, the older high school baseball players made fun of me so much for being in a band. I had a hint, I had a guess that that might have been it, and I was, you know, I was like, "That's cool, man. I, He's really good at baseball. He should go do I, that." You know, because like I hit high school too, and I was playing baseball and and playing in bands too. But when I hit high school and went to the tryouts, I was like, "Maybe this isn't my thing." You know, I, I, you kind of have to pick one or the other yeah. at a point. But like thinking back, I I shouldn't have cared what they had to say because I was having. Yeah. The most fun I think I've probably mm-hmm. top five most fun things I've ever done is That's being, just high school though. Being You're in high yeah. Super influenced yeah. by those people around you. And I mean the I looked up to those guys so much, I was like, I wanna be a varsity baseball player. Yeah. I wanna I wanna be king of the school and I I'm sorry that I quit the band right, right a week before our first show. The confession's the out. Thing. The confession's out. <laughs> there it is. There Gary's it is. Been building I think up the that's courage the only, to save that listen, this entire man, that's time. That's the only thing that I'm bummed about is we were finally gonna play a show, and then a week before you back. That's the only reason I'm bummed. I was I like, know, well, why? I I didn't feel prepared enough to like go and perform. It was at a fair, right? Uh, I think it was, was at it? the Boone County Fair. 
Oh, yeah. I didn't okay. feel prepared enough. We only had, like, two songs written. We were going to do covers the rest of the time. Yeah. I, di- I didn't feel like I knew all the other songs well enough by heart, like, to sing them out loud. I was super nervous, and mm-hmm. with everybody making fun of me, I was... I felt trapped, but yeah. Well, because it's it's one thing doing it. I get it because it's one thing doing it, like in house with all your friends and things like that. Just rehearsing versus you know doing it on a stage. Hell, even playing drums, you know, let alone like actually singing. That's a way more vulnerable thing to do. Yeah. You know, and being in front of a band. So I get that. That's not easy. It's a t- it's still a different game now. Real, you know, I've been doing it a long time, but practicing the real deals different different animal absolutely i mean i remember yeah. doing those like little girl screams in the bottom of mickey's basement just for fun like because i didn't care what you guys thought of me because you got like you guys, I were, remember my, those you guys were my best friends i would just scream like a yeah. little girl at the top of my lungs over songs that uh yeah yeah we still do that today too where that's that's why that like that's why i love that group it's obviously why i like the group that i'm in now is because we were all really good friends and we all like got along and it's one thing being really good at music but if you don't get along it's it's like a team like you yeah. have to work together you know and it's gotta be fun for everybody so and whenever you're more comfortable than you know new ideas might come out and yeah you might, you'll, you'll do stuff that you wouldn't if you were like stiff around people mm-hmm. and you're not afraid to Hey, maybe we should do this. You're not afraid of people being like, "Well, yeah. that's a stupid idea." No, creating is like, a really vulnerable thing. Like, think, try and think of something that doesn't exist yet. You know, yeah, it's insanely hard. Insanely hard. We've yeah. been beat, like the past couple of rehearsals. We've been knocking our heads against the wall doing it. I mean, most rehearsals. You know, it's none. Of, it's never like super easy you have no idea how many times i've wanted to reach out to you and be like dude can we start a new band <laughs> like when i was going through my sublime kick this summer i was like you did text me. i was like dude i could write i could write a reggae rock song and me and connor could produce it just the two of us because that's all you really need <laughs> is like those yeah. like little <laughs> and then some some light drums you need that yeah. uh, you need that like uh jamaican the drum, steel drum thing dude have you ever played steel drums no it looks fun as hell Dude, I've messed around with one in and in, in like you know, anytime I go into like access percussion and pick up drumsticks, I'll usually just like digga da dun kong, you know, <laughs> just for fun. Yeah, just hit them one time, like okay, and then I'll leave. So <laughs> what? Good. What genre would you guys consider yourself right now? That's a great question, Avery. I have no idea, and that's what makes it so much fun. It's like that's true. You know, like we you, have you no. There's nuggets of a lot of things in there. We all like a lot of different. Like our roots of music for all of us very different yeah and it all comes in and kind of melts together and i feel like that allows you to like not since you're not in paper written in stone like we're this you can kind of experiment and do yeah other stuff that you know maybe other bands are like we're just a we're like a metal band but right. you don't see like a metal band like all right let's do a you know like a reggae time or for something. you to make a like, hundred metal guys, songs yeah, you know? yeah yeah you're just like all right run it back just yeah run it voice back. is shot yeah, <laughs> yeah it, this time we won't do a guitar solo. Yeah. <laughs> well, I texted you. I was like, do you miss making punk rock at all? You said, nah. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was hoping he said yeah. He'd say yes. Uh, not That's making the it. wrong answer, now, now, playing it, sometimes. Making it, nah. Just because it's, you know, it, it, I don't it, know. It is kind of hard to make original punk rock, I feel like. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, I think it all kind of. It does kind of all sound the same. Like yeah, point, I feel like it all you know? just. Anytime I hear punk rock, it's just like all right, Blink One Eighty Two. Just like there's everybody. there's punk rock and then there's pop punk, and it's one and those two things sound different from one another. And that's really about you know that's about yeah. it. not dogging it. I love I, it. But... I love those two genres equally. Mm-hmm. I 
Yeah. Did you like MGK's new album? I did not listen to it. I'm not, not an MGK dude. Not that I don't like him, just haven't, you know. Well, Travis Barker produced that entire album. I did hear that. I did hear that. And it's I've heard some good. snippets. I'm like, he sounds like he's not, he like switched the whole thing he's up. Not like, does he even anymore. rap? No. It's, he, all, it's all like punk pop. His it really album, is. It really is. Because I heard a snippet. I was like, this doesn't sound like him at I all. I mean, he has a couple rappers in like featured in the songs, but like uh-huh. the rappers that are on the songs are like also like. They're melodic rappers, like Trippy Red and Ian Dior. Right, sure. But his song with Halsey, Forget Me Too, is one of the best songs that I've heard in a long time. All right. You need to check it out because Halsey is so sexy and. What is that Facts. to do anything with the song? <laughs> I, hey, I'm, I'm going to still agree with you. Yeah. She's so sexy. We'll just it and does. I don't know, her in a punk rock song, like, just, it makes me that much more oh, attracted yeah. to her. It's yeah. so hot. I'm sorry. I, no, I can just see that. Po- uh, punk I can owner. see where current me and 13 year old me would be <laughs> absolutely thrilled. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She mm. has little tattoos all over her body. She's hot. Dude, I saw your Mac Miller tattoo. That's nice. Yeah, bro. That's sweet. That's the only one I've gotten done in a shop. Everything else has been my friend stabbing me with needles. Really? You do stick and poke? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I've got like my whole... I'll show it to you later, but like this whole half of my leg is stick and poke. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah. Does it hurt more than regular tattoos? Kind of because... So there's a pro and a con. The, The bad part is... You just feel an individual needle going in and out every single time. Damn, yeah, this true. was, I mean, this was really small, the one I actually got at the shop. And you can, you know, the first minute or two is like, what the hell is that? But then after that, you can kind of get in a groove with it a little bit. But you got to feel every single one, you know, just in and out. Mm. Um, the pro of it is I can watch TV. I can drink beer, you know, like all sorts of things that I can't do. You know, you're just kicking back, hanging out. Right, yeah. So that makes it a little more chill. Yeah. And the beer helps for the little pain tolerance. Definitely. So, of course. All yeah, right. Knock a few back. You want to move on to our uh, our weekly challenges that we do every week? Yeah, you're going to have to remind me what they are. Okay. Yes. So we start off with our blow dart of the week, which is just something that mm, pissed you off this okay. last week. Or maybe that's something that you're pissed off about that's going to happen this week. I don't know. It could be anything. I, yeah. I, do, you guys, do you have yours, Colin? My blow dart of the yeah. week? Yeah, my blood order of the week this week is uh, the Tinder app. Uh, <laughs> I recently, I just deleted it and deleted my account just because of I was just over it. It's just a toxic app that I don't need in my life. And just found myself, I would check it to see if I would like have matches, but I would never actually message the girls because I don't really like care. I'd rather meet a girl in person mm-hmm. and, you know, like connect with them that way because. You can be hot on Tinder, and we could, like, message, but, like, I have no idea, like, what I'd be getting myself into first. Right. And that's the gamble of it. And it's just, like, it it was putting, like, like, thoughts in my mind where I'll be, like, I'll just be checking it because I'm, like, bored at work or something. Like, oh, let's see if I have another match or something. And, like, even if I had a match, I'd be, like, I'll look at it and be, like, I don't even care. Like, it's just, like, something I don't need, and I feel like that just kind of... The Tinder app and all those apps just kind of ruined the uh, basis of forming, not necessarily like just like long-term relationships with like girls, but just like just the processes of meeting a girl and relationship making. It's just I don't want to do everything straight from the app and it's just toxic and cancer to me. So I just decided to delete it. So fuck you, Tinder. Just, 
You're a cancer app. <laughs> Bloatart to Tinder app. Bloatart to Tinder. All right. I don't blame you on But Tinder. Tinder's got me some kills, but that's, that's besides the point. Hey, I, I, I will say, like, don't blame me on the Tinder thing. If you haven't tried Bumble, I've had way more success on Bumble. Dude, see, I think Bumble, I like the idea of Bumble, but, yeah. like, I don't want, I'm not going to try to sound like an ass, but just the there is not as many attractive girls i feel like on bumble so like i've been like on a roadblock with i'm about to delete bumble too but <laughs> i just feel like even with girl I, if i match with girls on bumble they still don't even like message like half the girls that i match yeah with just it's 50 50 it's more yeah. like that's the point of the app well i think most girls are on those apps for i mean i hate to say it it, it is a good confidence booster matching with somebody and they i'm sure girls do like the attention and guys are obviously there for one reason yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, why are you going to download Bumble when it's literally you have to message? That's true. The girl has to message first for you to, like, talk to them. Well, maybe right? that's because they don't want to be bombarded with, like, DMs on Tinder, and they'd rather just see who finds them attractive without the harassment. I guess so, because I'm sure... That's a good any, point. Any, any hot girl on Tinder is just probably 30 messages, like, a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I bet. Inboxes. Connor, is something pissing Still you dog. off this week? Yeah, I, I think this week just just in general. Yeah, you got to blow it yeah, up. Yeah, um, there's plenty of things. I'll take it outside of global stuff. Like, but I'll 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 give a blow dart to my um, um, philosophy twenty seven hundred course. Um, I'm dropping you as soon as I get home. <laughs> um, <laughs> I um, it's part part of it's a blow dart to me. I, I've taken a lower level of this course before, and so the first couple of weeks I definitely like rode that prior knowledge through it, um, and then things escalated very quickly. Um, and, you know, I, I did my best looking at lectures and how the class was taught, and th- it's fully online, and uh, just wasn't getting it at all. So I'm up here hanging with you boys two weeks deep in <laughs> schoolwork <laughs> with yeah. my midterm due tomorrow, and I'm just going to drop it. There's nothing wrong with that. That's no, a, just dude, take off know, the workload. Yeah, if you know that you don't want to do it and like, yeah. your mind's made, like, you, no remorse. You, yeah. yeah. If you thought, so a, a respectful like a, a blow dart with a handshake to my yeah. to my philosophy. It's like I just I just hit you in the yeah. neck. You're gonna die soon, but like I respect you at the same time. Yeah, I respect That's you. That's like I, a, a I had dart, to do what I had to do. A blow dart that will kill you in like a week. <laughs> not not instantly. How about just, just, a, how like, about just a trank dart? Yeah, just a trank dart. There you go. Trank dart just of the like week. Suppress you, <laughs> like basically just like numb you out of my life. Look at me. I showed up. I'm changing the rules. There's no more blow darts anymore. Oh. Trank darts. <laughs> All right. My blow dart. My blow dart of the week is gonna go. To Nick's friend from work that played Among Us w- last night with us. Have you heard of that game, Among I've Us? I've heard of it. Yeah, I've right. seen a shit ton of for, memes. For it's people, fun. for it people looks that like fun. for people that don't know what Among Us is, you're in a, like a like a spaceship kind of thing or like some kind of map, and there's what you're all a part of a team, but there's one imposter, and that imposter's goal is to kill everybody before they find out who the impo- before the team decides who the imposter is, and your friend Nick brought his uh buddy from work on and i fucking hated him he he'd been he's like a sweat at that game it was all our it was all our first like all of us had downloaded the game earlier that day and he'd been it seemed like he'd played it every day for like the last two weeks really like new like we're all learning for the first time and we needed some more people because we had like six people at the time and uh you can have a max of of 10 people but it's Mm -hmm. better if there's more people just you know more 
more the merrier. Right, right. And so our buddy's like, yeah, I can get my friend to, from work to play. And we're like, okay. And off the bat, he was like, he was like cool, but he was just sweating so hard. Like after a round, he's like, yep, yeah, you guys are dumb. Like I already know he's the imposter and stuff. Wow. And we're all, he's just very like talking to us, like very kind of sitting. We're like, dude, we're just like just jacking around. It doesn't like, even seem like it's supposed to be that competitive. It's not a competitive of a game. game. It's, it's, it's literally just to, a like, troll. To troll. Yeah. Like, like and uh, like yeah. And he's yeah. like, yeah, I was checking the security cameras, and uh, I, I just saw that. He's like, you're just an idiot for, like, doing that. Yeah, like, dude, he called me he, – he was fine, except I realized I didn't like him at all when he called me stupid a couple times for, like, some of the decisions I made. Like, there was one time when I killed – I was in by myself in a room with somebody, so I killed him. I'm like, okay, that's fine. And then I walk out of the room, and he walks right in. He reports me immediately. He goes, dude, that was so stupid. Why'd you do that? Like, you guys are terrible at this game. I'm like, dude – well, first of all, first of all, you're a fucking rando. No one here even knows you. You're yeah. gonna talk shit in the squad when no one here. Yeah. You don't even know anyone here except for the one guy that invited you. Don't talk shit yeah. to me. It's, this is my. This is your way of saying nice to meet you. Is that how this? If I'm meeting like, you in person, you're getting a blow dart. It's on site. You're yeah. getting a blow dart on site. I'm killing you. Yeah, you're gonna have to start keeping blow darts on your person now. All right, blow dart okay. of the week. Nick's nice friend from work. Fuck you, dude. You. Damn. The game was still fun, even with you there. Not playing with you again. <laughs> yeah. The, not playing with you again. It was fun still, but the experience could have been better if you weren't there. So my blow dart of the week is going to Nick friends from work. <laughs> Fuck that man. Goodness. Colin, what's your babe of the week, dude? Dude, my babe of the week. I was thinking of it on the way here, and then it just—I had one, but then I changed it whenever I sat down at this table, because my babe of the week. Is or are candles? Candles? Oh, candles are fire! Yes, yes, they literally are fire. They literally literally. are fire. Yeah, literally and figuratively. We gotta have at least three or four in our living room, dude. There's one right here in the apartment. I saw it. I saw. There's one of the first things I saw. Dude, we're sparking this candle up right now. Please do. I don't know why we didn't do that earlier. Yeah, I've been on my candle grind since last school year. We just. Always have one sparked up and mm-hmm. had one sparked up today in my room. I'm like, man, candles are amazing. Like, there's such a small, simple niche purpose. Just mm-hmm. you like, excuse me, it's just to make the room smell good. Mm-hmm. But that is awesome. It is, like, dude. Smelling something that good, and there's so many different scents out there in the world, and yeah. all the holiday flavors, all the. Sp- Flavors, oh, the scents. <laughs> scents. They, don't, they probably don't taste as good as they smell, but probably they might not. make some flavored candles out there. <sighs> I don't, I don't <laughs> think so, man. There's some crazy <laughs> shit out there. Well, like man. if if you eat it and you're just taking out. away from the how That's much it, it's gonna burn. So you know, like, you're always yeah. thinking, Colin. Thanks, man. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Note to self: Don't eat wax. Yeah. All right. Cool. But man, candles are awesome, and I just like having them in any room that I'm in. Just lightens, lightens up the aroma of the entire atmosphere environment so shout out to candles i love you dude that was beautiful thanks that was a really good one you inspired us to light this candle right now and i I was honestly thinking of that yesterday i had a nice saturday to myself yesterday Mm -hmm. i was just watching some anime in my living room drinking a cup of coffee i was like I'm gonna spark this candle yeah. up, and it, dude, my mood got exponentially. It, it just takes it from it you, even if it's, it's up it's here, it's just another low, it's, another it's notch the, up there. It's the soft light. It's the smell. That's it's, the other it's, thing. It's, it's like the, the vibe. Every yeah. everything about a candle. That's a good one, dude. Thanks. Whew. My babe of the week. 
is gonna go to the one pair of jeans that I own. <laughs> I I have one pair of jeans from American Eagle that I finally found that actually fit me the way they're supposed to. Yeah. The American Eagle athletic fit jeans have a bigger thigh and a smaller like down at the ankle, so it. it oh yeah. I I have more of like I mean the it, the jeans called athletic build and I have an athletic looking lower body. Yes, so you do. I do have a dump truck. And, <laughs> but it's looser on the thigh and it's pretty slim at the ankle and it brings me a whole new level of confidence. Dude, I, yeah. I wear them to every party I go to now and it, it feels so good just to have a pair of jeans that you can walk around and be comfortable in. And they're like the flex jeans too from American Eagle. They're, they're one of my favorite things of all time right now. And I got to say, American Eagle, thank you for finally making a jean that fits me. I've been wearing American Eagle jeans for like 10 years now. I don't know why I never found a pair that fit, but my pair of jeans right now is, I feel like a new man. It's a new Avery when I put it's, those jeans it's on. It's crazy the, the feeling you get from clothes that fit how you want. Yeah. Like when you put on a, a fit head to toe and it fits how you want it and it looks clean too, mm-hmm. you can you can put a brick wall in front of me. It's coming down. <laughs> <laughs> just, my global babe of the week is just clothes that fit me the way I want them to. Shout there out you clothes. Go. Connor, um, let's hear it, dude. Avery, I think I'm gonna be a little cheesy. I think you're my bay of the week. Oh, dude! I think I I haven't gotten to see you in like over a year. You guys gotta make up. I, oh, <laughs> I haven't. Seen I mean, I'm you blushing since, over here, dude. Like the Stanley Cup was won. You know, yeah, like we were dude. watching a game together with Brendan and uh, Curtis and them. That was the last time I think we've hung out, dude. I mean, we really were best friends in we were junior tied, high, bro. This we is, we didn't looking we, forward to this. Dude, remember for when we went trick or treating together, junior high? Oh my gosh, Beavis and Butt. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. We were so old, too. We were like 13 years old, so we went trick-or-treating. Oh, yeah. and we... we were by far, by at least four years older than every kid on the block. And we were just out there kind yeah, of terrorizing the them. Yeah, we just got candy and just scared the shit out of kids. It was so much fun. It so, was fun, yeah, dude. A lot of old memories, uh, and I'm, I'm sure we'll think of way more of them because we did a lot of stuff together. But, All right, dude, um, I'm, I'm excited to have you here. We're going to slog some hogs after this. You're, you already started. I got to go to the store and pick up some lines, but yeah. it's really good to have you here, dude. Dude, happy to be here. Yeah, so you, sir, Bay of the Week. Oh, thanks, man. Absolutely. Uh, the last thing we got is Song of the Week. Oh. Oh. I, I came prepared. I'll start us off. I came prepared. Please do. So I was telling Colin earlier that I was in a bit of a slump earlier this week. I, mm. I was feeling down about school. I'd been listening to nothing but sad music. I was like, you know what? I need I need some sunlight right now. I'm going to go cruise on my board around the park that me and Colin went to today. This was on Thursday, I think. And I was like, you know what? I need I need some good vibes. I went to my uh, – I have a playlist that's just the mushroom emoji. And <laughs> nice. and I, I hit shuffle, and a song called One by One by Sticky Fingers came on. Sticky Fingers is like an alternative psychedelic rock band, and it snapped me out of my, my funk instantly, dude. Nice. If you guys haven't heard One by One by Sticky Fingers, it is a nice vibe. They make like some reggae-style rock music, too. Right on. Good band all around, but Song of the Week and maybe even partially Babe of the Week, One by One by, by uh, Sticky Fingers for Get Me Out of My Slump. Nice slump buster there. That is a slump, slump buster, dude. Slump buster. I'm, I got a sticky fingers. I'm going to take all these suggestions, by the way. Yeah, it, it, I'm, this is like one of my favorite things that we do on the pod is song of the week. Because yeah. people text me saying, dude, that song was a banger. Thank you. I'm like, I'm glad I could share my musical knowledge. I love when people say yeah. that back to me. 
Yeah, absolutely. I've it's, been I've been trying to find more friends that we just trade songs back and forth. Like my, I kind of got that deal with a with a lady right now. We just kind of talk and trade music. It's nice, Same, it, bro. Music music yeah. is a love. I was talking to my girlfriend last week, and she decided music is my love language. Like if I really love somebody and I want to show them that I like them, I will send them music that I think they're gonna enjoy. And it means the world Truth. to me when it means the world to me when someone comes back and says, "Dude, you're right. That that song was awesome." Do yeah. you have Do you have songs and like artists that you enjoy that you don't show people unless like because um, I have that sometimes. Like there's music that I won't show. Pleasure. No, like there's music that I won't show you like unless you've like earned the right type of thing. I don't think I have. I mean, there's, for the, for the longest few. time, you know who Nothing Nowhere is. Uh yeah yes I he, know he he was my song of the week last week so I can't really say that I don't share him but I listen to him right. just by himself like I didn't really tell anyone I listen because he, mm-hmm. he's sad boy and yeah but I I've been sharing him more lately and I really like him but I, I can't say that I have that right now I don't have it right now but if it's happened before like there's some music that's super special to me that I like I know like most people wouldn't know that I'm not willing to like. Here, listen to this. Yeah, there there say. are some songs I have some emotional connections to that I, yeah. I I can't listen to without thinking about certain times, so I just avoid them completely. I feel that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Whew. Yeah, I, I thought of a whole album's worth right there. Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So. Boys, songs of the week. My song of the week. Uh, I usually have a different uh, different genre. I usually bring in the uh, the rap. Uh, hip hop yeah. genre. Um, yep. So Twenty One Savage and Metro Boomin came out with their new album. Oh, Savage I still Mode need 2. to check it out. Man. Straight heaters. Listen to it while I was ripping some chest on Friday. I was literally throwing the dumbbells through the windows. <laughs> I bet it's going crazy. And Morgan Freeman like narrates like every song, like the intro and outro. I heard like, he's on song. there. It's wow. That it's sounds... it's awesome, but. The song I gotta say I can't say the last word of it. Uh, it's uh, inappropriate, mm-hmm. but it's uh, stepping on uh, in and then a bunch of stars after. But it has the it it's the same exact vibe as like Boys in the Hood by Eazy E, mm. like cruising down the street. You know, it's it's almost it's not the same exact beat, but that's exactly what you think of when you hear it, and it's like kind of like a a classic rap song. Uh, feel to it and nice. so that that's my song of the week because that's the song that i enjoyed the most out of that album and you know new music gotta share it with everyone so Absolutely. shout out to 21 savage and metro boom and party foul and morgan freeman <laughs> and morgan freeman such a such a i was beauty. i was super excited for that one as well um yeah i need to go i need to go get that Give that a listen, because yeah. you can't go wrong with uh, 21 on Metro Beats Dude, at all. Metro's fire. Yeah, hey, man. Hey, and Shout out, St. Hey, Louis. St. Louis, I was about to say, represent. Represent. Um, I'll, I'll, throw a, I'll throw a couple, because one's a shameless plug. There's this band called Crooked Fix that I may or may not be a part <laughs> of. <laughs> I just put out an album, oh, a month and, and some change ago. Um, I think after, it's been fun listening to it all back um, like produced and just as a complete project and to have like music on spotify when i open it up is nuts um i think my favorite song it it changes but i think uh montreal has been my my banger from our album that i'll play shamelessly um that's good that you can listen to your own music and like really even after 
playing it a million times and mm-hmm. chopping it up in the studio for hours and hours that you can still really listen to it and enjoy. That's how you know you made something good. Exactly. Well, there was a lot of them that I was less excited about, but, you know, or or the three that we put out as singles, I think I got a little tired of, even though there's some of I think are better ones. And there were some other ones that were I hadn't heard recorded before, you know, like like that. I've heard the demos and the mixes, early bounces, but... Yeah, Montreal, when that was a finished product, and it was one of the last ones too, so they had really fine-tuned the mixing and mastering on it. When that one came out, that that was a banger for sure. Nice. Yeah, man. No, um, I like that song too, dude. I, I really enjoyed that whole album. Yeah, I'm glad, man. Um, that's the shameless plug. My actual one was, it took me a long time to get to, uh, I'm a big hip-hop man myself, and it took me a long time to get to Big Sean's new album. I still haven't even listened to it, dude. I I need to um I need to make some apologies to Big Sean. Uh, I've kind of put some <laughs> slander on his name yeah. in the past. Um, he did very well on this. He sounded really hungry. Um, I'm happy for him. Um, and I think to pick one, you know, thinking about you boys going to the gym, probably harder than my demons is super. Just quick two minute banger. A super slab Detroit beat, yeah, Um, and yeah, Sean sounds hungry. Yeah, I heard he had a little comeback on this album. He had a comeback. I think he went through some some personal stuff and has just got a lot off his chest and and seemed really genuine. And yeah, um, it it was cool hearing him like that. He he gained a fan over here, so that's awesome. Good for Sean. Shout out, Big Sean. Well, all right, that about wraps things up here. Colin, you got to get home for dinner. I saw it at 6 oh, yeah. Mom's whipping up that gas. Whipping up that gas, Woo. like usual. So, Connor, we really appreciate you coming to St. Louis. I'm looking yeah, forward yeah. to chilling with you later tonight. Hell yeah, Throwing bro. back some hogs, dude. Yes, sir. Um, Before we go, why are beers called hogs? Dude, a hog can be – it's all context. Mm. Yeah, it's just kind of it's kind of just our friend lingo. I don't know. One thing leads to another. Uh-huh. There's really no origin, so. Heard. All right, I'll 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 stay hip to it. I'm yeah. sure I'll learn some more over over yeah. the evening. I just realized that we didn't do any fan questions this Sorry. time. <gasps> we we had a good ass convo. Yeah. We did, man. Yeah. You don't always need the fans. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we did. We you do might want to step down with that, bud. The questions. Buy our merch, please. <laughs> I made one sale. I've made one sale in the last three weeks. I need. You cut that out. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. Um, I came up with a saying this week. Let's do it. All right. I want to hear it. So all the horky boys and horky girls out there, take it easy and keep it steezy. Hey. Yay. And I think I'm going to make the outro song Redemption by the Eulogy. <laughs> How's for this, that sound? For this pod, at least, I wouldn't recommend it moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, peace. See you guys later. Peace. Don't look at me for advice I won't answer your stupid questions Next time you better think twice